Welcome to Tom Talks College. This is episode 12, the low-risk, high-fund, one-hour college Kickstarter plan. I'm Tom Cleese, founder of On-Campus College Planning in Fitchburg, Wisconsin, and my job is to help your family take positive steps on the journey to an incredible conversation about college and an incredible college experience. Today, I'm going to give you an easy-to-follow plan for kickstarting the college conversation with students all the way from middle school through junior year of high school. So if you've struggled with when do we get started or how do we get started or how do I not mess this up because I really don't know what I'm doing, then please spend the next 15 minutes with me and I'm going to walk you through what to do, how to do it well, why we're doing it, and how to use this simple step to build some momentum. Momentum. Let me talk about a couple of past episodes about two weeks ago, we released uh, episode 11, Test Drive Majors with Four-Year Curriculum Plans, which is a great way to kind of dive into what does not to, not just what does a major look like or what is it, but what are the classes I'm going to take, especially as a junior and senior, and how can I use those to help me decide on a major future career? Episode 10 had a really long title, Campus Visits, Cilantro, and Rodney Dangerfield how my three big takeaways from 31 colleges in 11 days can help your family find the right colleges. And that was on the heels of episode nine, 33 colleges plus nine states plus 11 days equals the great college road trip. Catchy titles, lots of numbers. I'm trying to catch your attention and give you some practical tips and also make this fun. Please, please do not get sucked into the doom and gloom you hear or read from the media that nobody ever gets into any colleges anymore and no one can afford to go to any college. It is just not true. And we are going to push back against that narrative and make this a healthy, positive, and yes, fun process. Okay. So the low risk, high fun, one hour college Kickstarter plan. What I'm, what I'm describing is really an unofficial campus visit. And we're taking the time to drive somewhere, probably close, because there's incredible value in doing these things on a college campus instead of at home or while driving to soccer practice. You know, any conversation can be good, but being there, being on campus is so much better because it helps your student see their own future. They get to project from 12, 14, 16, 17 years old to those cool college kids that they see walking around. There are four basic components to this. Number one, share a part of your story. Number two, ease into some low-risk questions. Number three, take a walk and talk about what you both see. And number four, share a meal on campus. Let me say those again. Number one, share a part of your story. Two, ease into some low-risk questions. Three, take a walk and talk about what you see. Four, share a meal on campus. You know, the cost for this is really, really minimal. It, it's one hour plus a little bit of travel time. So maybe it's a couple hours total and a few bucks for parking probably and a meal. But you are going to feed your child anyways, right? So this investment of time is pretty small, but it could have a huge ROI. And at the end of this podcast... I'm going to give you a success story about how this worked really, really well with actually an elementary student, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to win some cool college gear, so stick around. All right, let's jump into this. Number one, share part of your story. Share a story about your life in college, or just as importantly, talk about what you were thinking at, at their age, or if, the, if they are middle school, maybe a few years later when you started to, to think about college. Now, you're not giving advice, okay? And this is not meant to be a, lexi, a lengthy dissertation. You are just sharing a part of your story that might help a 14-year-old see you less as a parent and remember that, oh, yeah, you were, you were once 
a teenager. You are a former teenager. Yeah. And and let them know how you were feeling. What what grade you were in? What what were you interested in at that time? What kinds of things were you thinking about? When did this process start to get real for you? Okay? And then, you know, where did you visit? What colleges did you visit? Did you did you go with friends? Did you go with parents? Was it a day off? You know, kind of paint a picture for them. How did you choose those specific colleges? Uh, did you end up going to one of those or not? And and what do you remember about the tour or any part of your time on campus? And and be honest, were you you know were you nervous? Were you scared? Were you doing it just to get out of school like I did? Um, and if right away if you're saying, well, wait a minute, you know, back in the day we only applied to one or two colleges, and um, you know, so we just picked a college and, and we went. Um, and I don't really have much to share. You do have a lot to share. And maybe the most important part of that is, is you can say, you know, with things, things might have been a little bit different when, when I was your age. And, and we didn't think about this very much. Uh, but I really, I want you to, to, to find the right place. And, and we are willing, myself, another parent, whoever is, you know, making this decision, we're willing to support you. We want you to find the right place to, to help you get the most out of this experience. And so we're not going to just pick the first thing that we land on or pick you know, the most obvious choice. We're going to spend some time and, and we value that. And, and we want this to go very, very well for you. So let me give you a couple of examples of, of things that, that I might share. Now, my, my kids are both out of high school and, and into college. So I, I could be telling them about um, going to see uh, one of the admissions reps. Um, you know, sometimes we would do that just to get out of class. And, uh, but most of the time I was, I was genuine when I would sign up for one. And I remember the gentleman from Winona state and I grew up in Southeastern Minnesota. So Winona was about an hour and a half away. And there were a fair number of kids, uh, that, that went there from my hometown. Um, we're sitting in the, in the guidance office, you know, and there's maybe five or six of us there and he's kind of given us his standard spiel. And he had this little, uh, little box of little, uh, index card type of things that, that had different majors on them. And so you go around the room and you talk about what your major is. And for a lot of the students, he would, he would hand them whatever they, you know, I want to major in English. And so he'd hand them the one about English. And then he would also hand them one about business and talk about how, um, we really recommend that you also at least minor in business or something. And, and I remember I was interested in art and that's what I majored in art education. And he handed me that business thing. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't upset, but I felt like, I felt like someone was maybe pushing something on me that, that I wasn't interested in. Now I can make a really good case now of, of why he did that. And it makes perfect sense, but it kind of felt like, you're not listening to me. And so, so I would share that and I would, I would make sure that, that my student understands, Hey, I, you know, tell me if I'm, if I'm missing something, let me know if I ever get off track. A more positive experience that I would share is, is when I did visit Bemidji state and that's where I eventually did my undergraduate. Um, I had a, a friend who was a year older than me. His name was Jeff nicknamed Butsy and Butsy was up there. And so we went up to visit Bemidji State, and I remember what the weather was like. It was you know, October, I think, and what we call MEA weekend over in Minnesota, Minnesota Education Educators Association, whatever. You get a couple of days off. A couple of my buddies and I drove up without parents and spent the weekend up there. And but the thing that I remember the most is is before our tour kicked off, 
my friend Jeff is in the admissions office with us, and I think he went on the tour with us, which was kind of nice because he was already a student there. And he was talking to one of the admissions directors, uh, maybe not the the top person, but this wasn't you know like someone just out of college. This is a like a guy, forty years old. And they're having a really nice conversation, and this this guy remembered him, and and they had a very nice, uh, comfortable conversation, and how school going, et cetera, like that. And I was in, in extremely impressed that this man in the admissions office knew who my friend was because I thought, oh, there's 4,000 students there. They don't know who anyone is. But I, I really picked up on like, wow, that kind of a personal touch, a little smaller campus, kind of an intimate atmosphere. And that really impressed me. So that's the first part. Just share part of your story. Number two, ease into some low risk questions. Now you've shared part of your story and now it's time for you to, to ask and be a good listener and, and ask some low-risk questions in a way that lowers stress both for you and your student. Low-risk questions, they, they open doors, they extend the conversation. Um, do you ever think about college? What do you think about? When you think about going to college, what appeals to you the most? Do you have any questions for me? What do you think about this thing that we just that I just shared with you. Are there some things you think you'd like to have as part of your college? What we don't want to get into are high-risk, kind of binary, yes, no, black and white questions that have the potential to close doors or preemptively just shut this whole thing down. Do you know what you want to be when you grow up? What major do you want? Do you want a big or small college? Folks, we are playing the long game here, especially if you've got your middle school out there. He's here, they probably has no clue about these things. And so we're just trying to dip our toe in, in the, sh the shallow end of the pool and see what the, the water is like. And we're not trying to pick the one dream school, right? Don't at no point ask them is, you know, is this the school that you want to go to? Don't ask them that question. All right. It just closes doors. Our goal is to help them create a great set of options from which to choose when it's time to choose. And it's not time to choose until you've applied and been accepted, and then you can look at everything. Okay, number three, take a walk and talk about what you see. So, again, I, I want you to, to walk around the campus and, and you know, look online. Or if this is a place that you went, you'll know some, some points of interest. But if not, queue up some interesting things. Students, you know, always like to see the student union or if there are multiple student unions. In fact, I was at the at Union South at UW-Madison campus while I was kind of sketching out notes for this about a week ago. And I, I got up to uh, to head out to go to my car and I looked and, and here's a self-guided tour pamphlet for UW-Madison. See if there's something like that, because the one that I found actually is great. I'm sure they've got it online, too. And it highlights like 10 interesting things to see and talk about um, starting right from that point of campus and and use the tools and resources like that most colleges have some type of self-guided tour you don't have to like walk around with a brochure like a tourist or whatever but that might help you as a parent figure out what are some of the things that we we want to see and and where should we go and then and just walk and talk you're just taking a, a walk with your kid you know Look, look at that building. What do you think they're doing over there? And, and fill in some of the blanks and don't be afraid to say, I don't know what that, I don't know what that thing is. It, it looks like a skyscraper. I have no idea. All right. Number four, share a meal on campus. Why? Because it's fun. It just, it just is. And I really recommend that you eat either in the, in the student union or even a dorm cafeteria. Most of the time they'll, they'll let you go. You pay, 
It's like 10 bucks and it's usually all you can eat. They've got all these different stations. I think your kid's going to flip out. They're absolutely going to love it. They'll probably eat more than they need to and so will you, but that's okay. You'll also be amazed at how much better food is versus 1985 or 95 or whenever you were in college. And and also you might get to see some more college students. And I mean if you're if you're really daring and if you if you have permission from your student, you know, you can be sitting at one of those big tables and maybe some college kids are just a little further down and you could you could introduce yourself and just like, hey, got a question for you and those types of things. And it might be it might be a really fun, fun experience. All right. So those are the four things. And then there's an optional component to this, which is just another question. Would you like to do this again? And if they say yes, think about um, not coming back to this same campus, but trying to see something else. If you, if you went to a big public university, find a medium-sized private university, go find a small private liberal arts college, something different, and let them know, hey, yeah, that sounds great. Let's try to do this again you know, in a couple of months or something. And maybe we'll bring mom along or or whatever and and let them know that this again is just we're just starting to explore. And these may or may not be colleges to which you actually apply or attend, but we're just learning about college. Make sure they understand that from the get-go. This is not promoting one specific college. You're just sort of sampling things in the buffet line before you go back for seconds. Okay. And if they say no, then well, maybe that's a clue that this is a little bit too early or they're feeling comfortable about something, you can, you can ask them maybe, well, I thought we had a good time. Why don't you want to go or, or whatever? And if they're like, oh, I just, I'm, I'm not ready to think about this. Hey, that's fine. I, I hope you got something out of this. I don't want to put more pressure on you. Why don't we, why don't we pick this up a little bit later and maybe, maybe we'll try this again or, and maybe we won't. Okay. So why am I having you do this? Why do I strongly suggest that you do this? Well, this is based on an extremely strong belief that starting sooner works better for everyone, but balancing that with with quick and easy wins that make the process fun and they get everyone on board. And can we all just sort of pause for a second and and agree to start simple and small? Can we can we hold up our right hands and take an oath to not add layers of pressure and excess baggage to this? Um, and you know what, dads, when you're doing this, figure out that parking garage and all that before you go. So you're not like crabby from the moment you get out of the car and walking around campus and just going to be done with this. So think about those types of things. Moms, uh, maybe you'll freak out because you like start crying because your kid's going to leave, whatever you can, you can have your own emotions, but let's try not to add any extra layers to this. So let me tell you a success story. Uh, And this is from, from three, three kids, two of which are mine. And one that's very dear to us when, when I think Jack was in seventh grade and Joe must've been in fourth grade. Um, they had a friend named Kennedy and, um, uh, Kennedy was in seventh grade with Jack. And, um, I knew Kennedy wasn't, wasn't getting a lot of exposure to, to thinking about sort of what happens after middle school and then what happens after high school. And so I just decided to, to take them all down to Beloit college. It was on one of those days in October when, you know, your kids don't have school. We just passed those, by the way. It's October 31st, and everyone just had a day or two. But you can find other days. I promise you can find other days to go do this, or a lot of colleges. Well, you can just do this on a weekend as well. But I took them down to Beloit College. I had not seen Beloit. I was pretty interested. It's, it's, a, it's a very cool liberal arts college down there. 
And I said, you guys want to go? And, and they're like, yeah, that, that sounds awesome. And I told them I would obviously buy them lunch. So we're walking around and we are actually taking a formal tour and, and you don't have to do that. But, but I was doing that. I'm a college planner, et cetera. And so I've got these three really young kids <laughs> looking at a college and we go through the student union at Beloit and we're in part of it that was uh, kind of a coffee shop, a pretty big open room coffee shop at one end, just a bunch of tables. There were some board games out. Kids were studying. They were talking. It was kind of loud. There's music playing, etc. And as we're walking through, Joe, fourth grader, like leans over and says, dad, are these kids in study hall? And I said, Joe, I'll, let me let me get back to that. And we were in the tour and I wanted to keep going. So we waited into until the tour was done. And we went back down into the student union. Cafeteria was right there. I still have pictures of of us eating down there. And I said, Joe, college is a lot different. You're, you don't have a study hall. And then I explained to him how, how you pick your own classes, how you won't be in class from, you know, 8.30 to 3.30 every day and have to get a hall pass to go to the bathroom. And I just explained kind of the structure of that. And his eyes just got really big. He had no idea. I mean, he's in fourth grade. How could he know any of this? And, and he just kind of shook his head and smiled. He said, I'm going to really like college, meaning this looks like it's a lot of fun and I don't have to be in school Monday through Friday, 830 to 330. So that was like an aha moment for him. And it was a great moment for us. So let's recap. There are four basic components to this. Number one, share a part of your story. Uh, number two, ease into some low risk questions. Number three, take a walk and talk about what you both see. Um, and I didn't make enough of a point about this, but I mean, really talk about like the academic buildings as much as you can learn about those. Don't just go to the student union and, and point out the the rock climbing wall and the football stadium. Like think about the parts of it that are focused on the academics. And then number four, share a meal on campus. And if you want to ask, ask your kid, hey, would you like to do this again? So here's some things I want you to do. I want you to get this on your family calendar. And I know you're busy. I'm busy, you're busy, everyone's busy. And busy is the, I hate that word. I, but are you too busy to, to start something that might help this process get started sooner and go better and, and maybe even lead to a better result, okay? Are you, are you that busy? Some of the best campuses visits I've had with my boys have been when I just felt like this sense of urgency and I just said, we're gonna go and, and we just did it and we didn't think too much about it. Okay, uh, I'm going to be putting this out through my newsletter, putting it onto uh, some social media as well. Um, if you care to, I would love to let uh, to hear from you. Like, let me know where you went, how it went, um, what you did, and if you care to post a pic. Um, I'm going to post this, and I don't know, maybe 30 days after this is up, I'm going to look at the comments to see if anyone was brave enough to do what I just asked you to do. And if there's just one person, then they're going to be the winner. If there are more than one family, I'm going to throw names into a hat and I'm going to randomly draw one and I'm going to buy you a piece of uh, college gear for your kid, like whatever college they want. I'm going to you know, hoodie. I don't care. I'll, I'll get it for you. I have no idea how I'm going to do this, but I'm, I'm good for it. Okay. So if nothing else, go do this. Um, don't Photoshop it. Go do this. Post a nice pic of, of, of you and Braden eating pizza in the student union at whatever state university, share it on Facebook, send it to me, whatever. And uh, I'll put you into the drawing for some, some college gear. Why not? 
I don't have a catchy sign-off, uh, so I'm just going to leave you with something I wrote as I prepared this, and and maybe you'll get something from this. Uh, I sometimes think about college like uh, a cordless drill. Hmm, that's interesting. It's it's a tool, and there there are lots of drills that you can buy, right? And you can buy cordless or corded, and I know there's some advantages to corded, but most of us want a cordless drill. Um, and it really makes sense to figure out exactly what you need and what you want, and then talk to some people who know a lot about drills and maybe spend just a little extra time to make sure that you get the right one. Don't buy the most expensive drill just because it might impress your neighbor if you're out doing a project and you're sort of flashing your drill to him, her, or them. And don't buy the cheapest drill because the cheapest tool usually isn't the best value. And I learned that the hard way because I bought a good cordless drill after I bought the cheap corded drill. And then after you've done all that research and you have just the right drill hanging up in your garage, be sure to actually use it so you get the most value from it. That's a little bit of a mixed metaphor because I'm I'm talking about this drill in kind of a, a parental way and then using it is, is for the student. But I hope you understand what I'm trying to say, right? Figure out the very best one for you and then get the most from it. I am Tom. This is Tom Talks College. I will see you next time.